Hey, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. Got an awesome interview today with my good friend Giovanni Marcico, and he, I like to call him Gio. He and I met years ago when he invited me to an event called the Archangel Summit. And it came in, and I was like, Archangel, I love this title. Who is this guy? And Jill and I got on the phone with him, and he talked about his desire to build a tribe where, quote-unquote, aliens, people who felt like they were kind of a black sheep doing doing things that, that had to do with personal growth and impact and entrepreneurism could come together and be around like-minded people and be supported and have fun. Uh, so we're going to talk a lot about tribe. We're going to talk about why it's important for an introvert to be part of a tribe and a lot of other great things. He's also going to give you some tips on joining and building a tribe. So a little bit more about Gio. He's the founder of Archangel, a community of superheroes, leaders, and game changers that are making the world a better place through mission-driven entrepreneurship and philanthropy. He hosts his large-scale fundraiser in Toronto every September for thousands of entrepreneurs called Archangel Summit, where all the proceeds are used to support various charities and offer micro-loans to entrepreneurs, creating positive impact. He also runs an invitation-only private community called Archangel Masters for highly successful entrepreneurs impacting the lives of millions of people. You can learn more by going to archangelsummit.com. And before we dive into talking about Tribe, I want to talk to you about Thrive, thriving with one of my favorite companies, Thrive Market. You've probably heard me talk about on the show a lot. I'm so happy to be partnering with them because they sell all the top healthy and organic products at 25 to 50% off shipped straight to your door. Honestly, do a couple price comparisons to Whole Foods. You can easily find the price comparisons on their site and it shows the retail price versus the Thrive Market price. So it's it's true savings. And okay, so you're probably wondering, how do they do that? Like, how do they do that? Well, they cut out the middleman. Basically, Thrive Market deals directly with brands and they pay pass on all their savings to their members. So to take advantage of Thrive Market, I really, really encourage you to get a membership and we have an amazing offer for over it and on with it community members. You can get $60 off free organic groceries plus free shipping and a 30-day trial membership. Go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. Keep in mind that Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% below retail because they cut out that middleman. And now they're offering $60 of free organic groceries plus shipping. Go to thrivemarket.com slash over it. And one of the things that I love the most about Thrive Market, other than just having all my favorite like organic foods that I want delivered straight to my door is they have a give back model. For everyone who signs up, Thrive Market donates a membership to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher. So together, we're all making healthy living affordable for everyone. That's a company I'm honored to support. So again, go to thrivemarket.com to take advantage of this offer for all of my amazing over it and on with it community. And now on to my talk with Gio. Gio, welcome to Coach's Corner. So happy to have you here. Thank you, Christine. I'm so excited. Yay. Uh, so we have a great tribe. We have a great community of the over it and on with the community. These are people that are so interested in personal growth, but also really connecting to other people. And you are masterful at that. You're amazing at building tribe and community. And that's not something that just happens. That's something that's very intentional. So I'd like to begin with how this became your mission, how this became your passion, why you really wanted to do it. Because I know so many people crave community and crave like-minded people, but don't step up and actually make it happen. And you did that. So how and why? 
It's, it's always been ingrained in my DNA. I think uh, my first business ever when I was 16 years old was producing dance parties for teenagers. And our very <laughs> first event had a thousand people. And as a 16 year old, I don't know how I got away with this. We rented a banquet hall in Toronto, which is where I live, and rented all the AV equipment and did all kinds of craziness while we were in high school, uh, my best friend and I. So that that aspect of bringing people together has always been a superpower and has always been something that completely lights me up. And I knew it from an early age, which was really cool. Um, and I've, I've, I've had a fun entrepreneurial journey. And um, even as a, as a team member, my, my last job was in 2002 to 2005, running the marketing at a place called strategic coach mm-hmm. led by Dan Sullivan. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when you're highly entrepreneurial, you discover that you're highly unemployable. So, <laughs> That's very true. But it was it was the best place to work for me, being around such incredible entrepreneurs as clients that I left, started my own consulting thing, which led me to real estate. And I did super well. But one of the things, and I know a lot of people have this challenge, um, it was not aligned with who I am and, and what my values are and, and what my path is. And even though I did well financially, I struggled emotionally. Mm. And, you know, that led to depression and overeating and all kinds of, uh, I guess, negativity. But being successful in that world afforded me the chance to join mastermind groups and go to um, high ticket events and conferences and and just invest a lot of time in personal development. And, you know, uh, joining things like um, Genius Network and Mastermind Talks and a bunch of groups like that, and I, I, I loved them and I met incredible people, but I always felt like something was missing from each one. Mm-hmm. So I decided I needed to create my own tribe of people who were aligned with me and who I am and what I value and what my mission is. And and that's sort of how the whole Archangel project started back in 2014. Mm. And tell us what Archangel is. So Archangel is a community and tribe of superhero mission-driven entrepreneurs who want to create massive impact in this world and make a lot of money to make a bigger difference. Mm. And my role is talent scouting and curation and connection. So I'm my, my running joke is that I've modeled the entire business after the X-Men where <laughs> I look for I look for people who feel like aliens uh, who mm. in that world are mutants, but entrepreneurs who have giant hearts who want to make the world better. And I show them how to use their superpowers to do that and connect them to other aliens just like them who want to be around other people like them. Mm. I, and I've been to an event and it's amazing to walk in and feel like you're with people who get you and people who see you. And um, I was actually just recording our coaching call for next week and the young woman I was coaching, um, I think she grew up in Poland and she's on this personal growth path and she feels like such a black sheep in her family, you know, of, of pursuing this path and, and not living in fear and, and so on and so forth. And I think that what is happening and is so pervasive right now is people are finding their quote unquote families, not necessarily in their bloodline 
not necessarily with their blood relatives because what I'm seeing, and I'm curious if you're seeing this too, is there's a lot of black sheeps of families. It seems like there's like kind of one person in the family who's breaking the paradigms, who's waking up, who's breaking generational patterns. And that sounds exciting, but it can be really, really lonely because you can feel like your family doesn't get you. You can feel like if you keep growing and getting bigger, that's going to make them feel small. You can feel lonely and ostracized, all those things. So do you find that that is common among the people that, that are attracted to you and your tribe? And did you ever feel that way? Always and yes. Um, I had the I had the whole black sheep thing happen to myself. And I discovered that it's often the things you are made fun of or bullied for that you feel are a weakness that turn out to be your superpower. Oh, wait. Pause. Say that again. That was so brilliant. Okay. Uh, the things that you are bullied for or made fun of or ostracized for or considered a black sheep for turn out to be your superpowers. You're, you're, the thing you look at as a weakness is often your biggest strength, but you have to like double down, triple down on going deep in that mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, back to the X-Men, usually when someone discovers a power, they don't know what to do with it and they think of it as a curse. They think of it as a problem or a weakness. And if you can't harness it and turn it around, it's often the thing you become known for in a good way, in a positive way, in a way that creates value for other people, in a way that actually contributes and, and creates impact for the world. Mm. And you said double down and triple down on it. Can you pick that apart a little bit? What do you mean by that? How do you do that? Well, part of the challenge is that you don't recognize it as a gift. So um, I'll use myself as, as an example. Um, I know that through experience, I'm, I'm gifted at creating immersive experiences. I know that I'm gifted at marketing. But for years, people kept saying, I'm so good at connecting. Like, like Giovanni, you're so, you're such a great connector. And I always thought, what are you talking about? That, uh, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm like everybody else. And part of the challenge is because even though you're good at the thing, it's innate to you. So you just kind of assume everyone can do this thing. It's like breathe. Everyone breathes. Everyone does these things. And it's not until you have that paradigm shift to realize, oh, maybe this is something a little bit unique or special or different about me. And then you actually develop the skill. So for me, uh, doubling down means understanding what it means to be a good connector and then becoming a great one um, where you, that thing lights you up and you can actually develop and put your 10,000 hours into that skill. Mm. I love what you said about the things that you think are innate are your gifts. Um, that's one thing I remind myself and other people of the, you know, I feel like I'll just use the word God puts our gifts you know, so innate in us, so close to us, so they're easy to find, but it's often the last place we look because it comes so easily to us. We're like, can't everybody do this? It's just come so naturally. I can't possibly get paid lots of money for this. Like, it's so easy. It's like, no, 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 no. That's, that's, it's not supposed to be hard. Of course, there's, you know, challenges and, and any entrepreneur will admit that. But in terms of really being able to use and leverage your gifts. That's, that's the easy part. Once we get out of our own way of feeling like it's not safe or we can't, or we're afraid of failure, or we may upset some people or it's unreasonable or unrealistic. And that's what I love about you. And I love about Archangel is that you make the unrealistic and unreasonable possible. You create a, you create a place for people to come together and be like, no, 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 this, this is our reality. Like this is our reality. Because I do think that we, you know, the, following our gifts, kind of like being that, that in that X-Men mentality, 
there's no plan. You can't just say, okay, first do it's not like it's not like the path to becoming a doctor. You know, you go to college and you go to med school, then you do residency and so on and so forth. There's no step-by-step plan. There's a lot of uncertainty. And I think that uncertainty is a very um common and scary fear for most humans. And one of the ways that we manage that uncertainty is we find a tribe like you've created that gives us that support. Because even though we may not have a plan and we may not know the future, we know we have people supporting us. Has that been something that's been valuable to you in terms of those times when you've been uncertain? Have you leaned back on your tribe? Completely. And part part of the beauty of it is that you you create a, your own family and you create bonds and relationships that are so deep that you can't like I, I don't like to use the word client. It just doesn't feel or customer. They, they don't feel good enough. To me, I use the word family because that's what it is. And uh, I'll share a, a fun secret where I learned so much about tribe building from Lady Gaga. Huh. Um, so I have, to, I have to share this story. But, Do you share uh, her so, fashion advice too? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you dressed like Lady Gaga next oh. event. <laughs> um, so years ago, like, like uh, three or four years ago, I... I'm super passionate about the music industry, just as a side thing. And what occurred to me was that in an industry that's in decline, where it's harder and harder to have a, you know, sell a million albums or, or whatever that looks like, there are some people who are killing it, and she's one of them. And I was not a fan. I, I knew nothing about her, but I, I was epically curious. So I literally bought tickets to her concert, and I said, I need to figure this out. And, and here's what I discovered. Um, so the first thing you realize is that her fan base, and this is her brilliant genius, uh, she didn't target the traditional top 40 pop kind of fans. She went for the um, the outskirts. She went for the, the, the fringes. And her fans are people who don't fit in. They're people who are bullied. They're people who are made fun of for things. People who, um, again, like everything else, don't feel like they belong. And what she said was, you're my family, you belong with us. And she even brilliantly branded her tribe and she calls them little monsters. Mm-hmm. So now she's created a community by branding them. When you show up, you feel like you're at a Halloween party. Everyone's dressed up, but that's them being themselves, um, which is super unique and special. And then she's um, completely customizing her show. Like for now, you go to any concert, you could probably see it on YouTube because everyone for some weird reason, records it on their phone and posts it on YouTube and stuff. But what she does different is that she customizes customizes her performances based on what happens in the room. So people will throw things on stage, uh, like a Canadian flag uh, someone threw up, and she danced with it for two minutes. Mm. If you're that fan who threw up that flag, how connected are you to her? Yeah. And then there was one moment where a fan threw up a letter in an envelope. She stopped performing took the letter to her piano, started riffing on the piano and read the letter. And it was this 16 year old girl named Brittany. Um, and you can tell how powerful this was because I remember the name. Um, and, and Brittany said, I just came out to my parents and they kicked me out of the house. And it was this crazy long sob story. So then Lady Gaga says, Brittany, come on stage, has her sit beside her and does an acoustic performance of Born This Way, but singing only to Brittany. Wow. 20,000 people sobbing and it was like the most incredible energy. And if you are 
like, like I became a fan from that experience. Yeah. Because she's engaging in a unique way and creating tribe and creating community in such an amazing way. Yep. Yep. Oh gosh. I love this. Okay. So I have a random question for you. Do you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert. Okay. That's what I thought. And I bet most, a lot of people would say, wow, this guy who hosts these big events and has all these people, like you got to be an extrovert to do that. (laughs) (laughs) So Let's talk about that. How is it being an introvert and being known for building community and sort of being the host when hundreds, sometimes thousands of people are coming together? Because I think a lot of introverts think they can't do that. Um, well, we have we have sort of two groups. We have the higher level um, mastermind group that that's the event that you came to, and the major I would say the majority of people in that group are introverts. So part of Part of my uh, gift to the people in the group is that we match make people who need to connect. So we take the the difficulty out of the awkwardness out of ice breaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> where we'll say, uh, you know, Tim, you need to meet Lisa because of X, Y, Z. Please connect. Uh, and that's how we sort of get through that challenge. But um, for the larger events, like we do our, our, our summit event in Toronto, where we have 3,000 people this year, we'll probably have four or 5,000 next year. It's the same kind of thing where the easiest way to tackle introversion is to build many tribes within the tribe based on alignment, based on um, people who share the same beliefs or the same values or the same mission or the same um, passions. And it becomes easy to break through when you're with someone who's like you. And and how is it for you as an introvert to do all this? Um, it's, I don't know what the right term. I've heard the phrase ambivert. Mm-hmm. I, it's like I'm an introvert that can that has extroversion tendencies. Yes, <laughs> I can relate <laughs> I to that. I don't have to, but it's it's highly draining. And um, a really cool quote. So Simon Sinek spoke at our last uh, mm-hmm. summit event. And he, he answered a question on introversion, which I loved. And this is, was his analogy. He said, an introvert starts the day with five energy coins. And every time he speaks or she speaks to someone, they give out a coin. Mm-hmm. So after their five coins are gone, um, you're spent. And an extrovert starts the day with no coins, but every interaction they have, they collect a coin. So at the end of the day, they feel incredible. Uh, so... As an introvert, it's all about sort of managing your your connection energy. Yeah. And, and for me, after an event, I have to go into hibernation just because it's part of the process. Yep. Yeah. So the, the day after one of my big events, I disappear. Yep. Yeah. And I can relate to that too because with retreats and events that I do, well, luckily I have Jill who's worked with me for eight years who couldn't be more of an extrovert. She's <laughs> like a puppy dog and I'm like a cat. <laughs> And, and I'm like that. I, I call myself an extrovert and introvert. I can do it, those kind of things, but I, I need to go and like recharge on my own. But at the same time, it's been so important for me as an introvert not to isolate, to know that even in a big group, I can create an intimate connection with someone. I don't have to talk to everybody in the crowd, but I think a lot of introverts isolate because big groups intimidate them. 
right. versus really kind of going into a group and being like, who are the the key people I can connect with? And that's what I love so much about your events is so much of that is curated. So you leave the the, the connection part is taken care of and everybody is is open-minded and people are coming into that. Much different than like going to a cocktail party, which is why I encourage, you know, we're going to, I'm going I'm to have you talk about Archangel in a second. Um, but people that are looking for tribe and community, you're not going to find it at random parties or bars or things like that. You've got to, and sometimes you've got to pay for it. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm very, very well connected because I have paid to attend curated events where I know I'm going to meet like-minded people. It's like you'd pay maybe a matchmaker for dating. It's just you invest in these kind of things so you can be around the people that are not only going to become friends and soul family, but that you might connect with on a business level too. You know, so I feel like sometimes there's a block for people in investing in non-tangible things. You know, like I can spend a thousand dollars on an iPhone, but a thousand dollars to go to a, a one-day event, like that's ridiculous. That's a very scarcity mentality because you, you, even though it's quote unquote untangible, you're investing in connection. You're investing in relationships. You're investing in people who see you and understand you and get you. Um, so I love that you create these experiences and I love that you ask people to invest in them because when we do go to an event like that, we're kind of saying to the universe, my tribe matters to me and connection matters to me. And I can't just sit down and, you know, work on my business, work on my computer. I need to be out in the world. And you're also telling yourself that you matter to you. Yes. And you're worth it, right? It's part of that challenge. And I'm sure you've come across all kinds of limiting beliefs or self-worth issues where people won't invest because they just don't, or sorry, they, they don't believe they're worth it based on whatever programming or, or belief structures they've unfortunately been given by people when they were younger. Exactly. So, so what advice would you have for people who feel isolated um, and want to be part of a tribe? Obviously go out and try to find places you can go to, but what about with the people that re- really resonate with you, what you're saying and they want to create it? They want to start hosting things and doing things. How do they begin? I think the smartest thing is to be a member before you be a tribe leader um, and join groups just to get the experience first of what it feels like to be a member of a tribe. And, and tribe is such a almost a cliche word now, but when it comes to entrepreneurial ones, for example, uh, depending on where you're at in your journey and, and what industry you're in, um, like for sure I would join one in your industry, and then I would also join one outside of your industry. Uh, so if you are a um, chiropractor, I'm just making this up, then join a chiropractic mastermind first, be a member there, and then if you have a passion for playing guitar, then you know look for things like you can even go on Meetup, uh, the website Meetup.com, and just look for people who are aligned with the things you're passionate about and start that way. And and what you can do is start curating tiny groups, like bringing two, three, four people together for a coffee, for a dinner and intentionally um, connecting them together. And on on the flip side, uh, a very important thing that anyone should do if, if they are running a business is finding ways to build community and tribe within your client base as well. So, uh, I, Seth Godin is one of my personal heroes, the author, and he wrote a book called Tribes. And one of the things that he says in that book is people like us do things like this. 
right? So look for ways to find patterns and, and alignment within your clients and, and connect them together and, and create that community because the more the world gets digital and virtual, the more people will crave human connection. And if you are the one curating that, you win. I love that. I love that. Well, Archangel is an amazing place to start for people. So please tell people about the two, the two groups that you have and how people can get involved. Amazing. So we have the private group, which is Archangel Masters. And this is for who I call millionaires. And my definition of that word, which I, I want to almost redefine, is someone who is impacting a million lives and someone who is established a rock star already, game changing or disruptor, and we create an event and a, and a private community for them. And it's usually 100 to 120 people in that group. Um, that is a higher level in terms of membership, where it's 9,000 US. And for anyone who is aspiring to get to that point, we have a larger group and a larger event that we call Archangel Summit, which happens in Toronto. The next one is, well, it's every September. And that is you know, 4,000 people in a giant room with very well-known speakers. Like we've had Gary Vaynerchuk and Seth, that I mentioned, Robin Sharma, JJ Virgin, uh, Gretchen Rubin, Damon John, Simon, all these awesome, super incredible thought leaders who will share their wisdom on how to become the best version of yourself so that you can ascend on your entrepreneurial journey. Love it. Love it. And say the links that people can go to, to get all that information. Archangelmasters.com and archangelsummit.com. Awesome. And how do people learn more about you? You're full of wisdom and have a lot of different resources. So share about that too. You know, it's funny. I, part of this process has made me realize that I've always made it about the tribe. Mm -hmm. Maybe that, that is a strength or a superpower to make it tribe first. And that is one of our core values, tribe first. So I don't really talk about me that much. I'm always talking about the group. Uh, we have recently launched a site, archangelacademy.com, which is going to be our sort of hub. And there will be a lot of data there where you can find out more about what we're up to. Awesome. So that's the best place. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for following your passion, for building this tribe, for giving all these uh, aliens <laughs> and black sheep, a place to really connect, a place to come together, a really a place to be seen, to be understood and to have fun. You know, that's what I really love about your events too, is they're, they're, they, they stimulate on a lot of levels, business wise, connection wise, but also we have a lot of fun. So thank you, Gio, for being an alien <laughs> and for creating places for all of us to come together. Thank you for having me on your show. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Corinne. I got a new podcast on Podcast One called So Random with me, Corinne. Tune in for the good, the bad, the ugly, and even embarrassing. Peen your pants convos all the way. Unfiltered. Oh yeah. Download new episodes every Thursday at podcastone.com, the new Podcast One app, or subscribe at Apple Podcasts.